0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Great Old Ones Gaming Podcast. I am your host and innkeeper, Face Odin. With me today, I have John. Hello. I have Geo. Hey. And I have Nick. Hello. And they will be playing agents in this playtest operation called From the Dust for Delta Green, the role playing game. Briefly, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our characters and then we'll get started. So we'll start with Geo.
1: I am playing Damien Scanner, known as the Omen. The O-Man, get it? So (laughs) he's a firefighter, and he he looks like uh, Channing Tatum from Magic Mike. Great. (laughs) Um, So all the girls love him. He's not too bright, but he's a good person. Um, He had an experience, a supernatural experience, during uh, uh, one of his um, runs into a burning building. He ended up being the only survivor and was recruited by a man in black into Delta Green. He reluctantly agreed. And now here we
0: are. Very cool. And Nick, who are you playing today?
2: I am playing as uh, Neil Rodriguez. And he is a computer scientist uh, from Arizona. And he is essentially a gray hat hacker that uh, happened upon some sensitive information and had to be recruited for sake of not being able to blackmail anyone.
0: Very cool. And John, who are you playing today?
3: I'm playing Sully. He's a lawyer. Uh, just made, He's sort of a clean-cut average, wears a business suit, Maybe think Harvey Specter from suits with lips not as wide as him. Usually he's fairly new to Delta Green, but he's had a fateful case that had him uncover some information and delta green was like look we can't have this going out to the public so he's joined because of that for his legal skills in tidying things up tying up loose ends to prevent the public from from knowing what they're not supposed to know a good a good mix of skill sets today
0: with with you guys that's really good So, all of you are brought to New York. Uh, You are contacted by Delta Green. We'll skip over how exactly they contacted you, but always in cryptic ways, they communicate through phone calls or emails or letters into your house, and you know what to look for. And this time, they told you to meet someone at a empty Burger King in the middle of the night in Brooklyn, New York. So, it is dark it is kind of cool it is september of 2019 and there is a very large man in a trench coat he looks like your typical tv detective so clearly uh he's carrying himself or at least thinks of himself as some sort of detective and he's sitting at the table by himself there's no one else in the restaurant except the people at the uh, register and uh, he looks up at you as you walk in and he motions you to sit with him.
1: Is he large in the heavy set sense or as in the tall sense?
0: He is heavy set. He is very, very uh, overweight. And when you walk in, you notice he is stuffing himself with a very, very uh, mayo filled burger. And you notice on the Table. There are several other burgers <laughs> just sitting there. You're not quite sure if he planned to eat those himself or if he got them for you.
1: Well, hello there.
0: He motions you for you to sit down. <clears throat> yeah, you must be the uh, you must be the ones they sent from the program. That we uh. I'm gonna make this real brief. I have uh, a plane to catch, and when he says that, you notice there's a briefcase. Uh, Next to him, and there is a roller uh, luggage thing, you know, with the rollers on the bottom, with two tags, one that says ATL and one that says JFK, and uh, he says, I have another flight to catch, so I'm going to make this brief. He hands you a file folder full of documents, pushes it towards you and says, a computer had brought a cluster of child disappearances around a suspected unnatural location. We know it as the S. Gerritsen Mansion. It brought it to our attention. No one except the program has noticed the strangeness or linkages to the crimes that have occurred near the area. For our part, we know very little about this mansion or why it uh, caused a hit into our systems. But we do know that this mansion, at some point in Delta Green's history, was entered into a database of hotspots, way back probably in the 60s. The operation that was listed under was called Blister. We don't know anything about the operation or whether it was successful or not.
1: Now you said it was called the what mansion?
0: The S. garretson
1: garretson okay.
0: Over the last three months, three children have gone missing within a radius of five kilometers of the mansion. Two infants in the windsor terrace neighborhood and one four-year-old girl in park slope as is the case in many of these situations various reasonings have been applied by local law enforcement to explain away the vanished children kidnappings parental abduction and the in the like though uh, there's two of them that are still under active investigation by the police we are dubbing this operation blister two in continuation of the original operation that caused a hit in our databases. You have a very simple mission ahead of you. Investigate the disappearances of the three children. Here are the case files for the uh, for the disappearances if you want to read through them. You also must determine if the source of the disappearances is unnatural in nature and connected to the mansion in question. If you find any books, they're to be immediately brought to a green box, green box 1191. He hands you a little map and gives you a code on a sheet of paper to get into the green box. It looks like it's in a storage unit somewhere. If the unnatural is uncovered, you are to report any findings to Delta Green and stop the incursion. We're giving you a telephone number along with this code, 6644. Should you find any unnatural occurrences, call this number, an operator will answer. Just give brief information no names are to be given. He gets up immediately without even letting you ask any questions. He shoves the double meal across the table that the burgers that were still sitting there and he wipes his hands, raises them open and says, that's on us. And then he just walks out.
3: Hmm. All right, so as uh, Agent Sully is going to mainly grab the information, almost sort of rudish because he's assuming that he's the brains of the group. <laughs> slight disrespect to um to Noel and Damien but is is like tossing he, he goes through the grabs the pile but he like tosses the less inf- important information to the rest but he, he, but generally still in front of the table so they can still see um what are the three names of the of the children.
0: You have case files in front of you. Uh, if you'd like to read them, I can post them and one of you guys would read it out loud. Uh, there's three of you, so why don't each one of you take on one and read the case file out loud if you'd like.
3: Great. Uh, do we have any questions for the handler before we go? I, I do, um, but I don't know whether it's part of the, the documents already. What sort of search parties were uh, have have been executed
0: he left like you he didn't even let you ask any questions he literally walked out there's a phone number for you to call if you come across the unnatural this is very cryptic it's almost like he didn't want to give give you this um this job it feels like it feels to you guys like it's they're not sure if there isn't a connection to the unnatural so they're taking it lightly right now that's what that's the impression that you're getting out of this okay and it probably isn't, so it's probably going to be a pretty quick session.
2: You said we have case files in front of us?
0: Here's case file number one. Who wants to read that out loud?
2: Disappearance one.
1: Catherine Strauch, Caucasian female, seven months of age, 6th March 2019. The child was sleeping in a child carrier on a bed in a third floor, one-bedroom apartment in the Windsor Terrace neighborhood of Brooklyn, while the mother... Emily Strouch, Caucasian female, 22 years of age, folded clothing in the living room, within sight of the bed. The window opened onto a fire escape. Ooh, my specialty. Raccoon footprints in excrement were found on the fire escape. Suddenly, the bedroom door slammed shut, and before she could reach it, the mother heard the lock turn. The mother broke the door down. Evidence supports this. Inside, the carrier was found empty and overturned on the floor three old split bones with the marrow scraped out were found on the bed these were later identified as human remains though authorities believe they could not be from the kidnapped child due to their age the only suspect is the estranged mother-in-law Janice strach caucasian female 61 years of age with psychiatric problems who saw the baby only once husband is serving active duty in iraq and has yet to return Catherine Strauch is still under the indefinite voluntary commitment to the Manhattan Psychiatric Center. Mother and father are not considered suspects. Due to the presence of bones, this case is still in active investigation.
3: Disappearance 2 Franklin Elders African-American male, 11 months of age 5, of 5 April 2019 The child was with his father, Devon Elders African-American male, 29 years of age at the Atlantic Avenue Street Market in the Boerum Hill neighborhood at 4.39pm on 5 April 2019 when he vanished. The father, in front of witnesses, was sitting and eating pizza and allowing the child to walk back and forth to a nearby food tent, unoccupied, when the child went behind the tent, laughing. The child was never seen again. Suspicion fell on the father first, but dozens of witnesses came forward in his defence and two cameras at the scene corroborates the story. Neither camera captured what happened to the child after he went behind the tent. Despite extensive searches, a public outreach campaign and multiple news stories, the child was not found. On 10th of May, remnants of the child's clothing were found at the mouth of a drain pipe near the pier in Brooklyn Heights about a kilometer away. The clothing had rips and tears on it consistent with animal bites and scratches though no blood was present.
1: Okay. So they both disappeared on the same day April 5th. We're now in September so why did they wait so long to tell us about this? Five months? We're on September what?
0: We'll just say it's the first week of September.
3: All
1: right. Okay.
3: It could be that they were isolated cases and only with this third one they've made the connection.
2: So, Disappearance 3. Sandra Cohen, a Caucasian female, two years of age, uh, disappeared on 4th of May 2019. Sandra Cohen was playing in a closed off backyard in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn, under the supervision of her mother, Elizabeth Cohen, Caucasian female, 25 years of age, from a back kitchen window. The mother was washing dishes. Sandra played for some time in the small fenced-in yard, which was somewhat unkempt. At 2.29 p.m., Elizabeth Cohen called the police, claiming her daughter had gone missing from the yard and that she didn't know how. She was frantic and was held, but not charged, for striking a police officer. The report indicates Elizabeth became distraught and violent at some point that evening. A police search of the yard uncovered a sunken standpipe in the high grass near the back of the yard and fresh metal scrapes indicating the cover, weighing about 75 pounds, had been moved and then slid back into place. A search of the sewer access revealed nothing except nine small 22-inch sewer leads which police could not access or leads excuse me uh body was never located but a neil cohen a caucasian male 27 years of age the child's father who is also a wanted villain is considered a suspect in the child's abduction
0: all right so you have three children's disappearances uh who has a criminology score of 30 or above i do you do okay so agent sheldon You notice right away after reading all three cases, or all three case files, um, you know something specific regarding criminal behavior and criminal statistics, Uh, specifically in New York. On average, the police in New York City deal with almost 500 missing children reports per year. Most of the missing children are usually 13 years or older, and most are considered voluntaries, which means that those people have run away from their home on their own accord. Familial abductions number in about a dozen a year or several dozens a year and most often are resolved when the offending guardian is arrested in another state. The three cases that you read uh, that were hit by Delta Green are definitely different from the typical disappearance case. The children are all very young, suspicious elements were found at some of the scenes or there's no suspect for parental abduction that could be identified so that's some interesting information regarding these
3: all right so I'm, I'm gonna relay that information this way um, the so gentlemen the it appears that these three uh, disappearance have uh, quite atypical of uh, the standard disappearances in New York usually they're of the older sort but these were end by uh, the Guardians but with these ones these come under suspicion and I think believe rightfully so because we haven't had a, a quick roundabout of what each of us do um, Sully is going to to try and make aware of that this is his specialty he's gonna say i'm sully by the way i think it's useful that we know what each of our skills are i'm more of the knowledge base uh understanding of administrative protocol sort i spot abnormal abnormalities when things are out of the ordinary and most importantly the legal cleanup of the aftermath so during this operation if you shoot some random citizen and give me paperwork I will rain hell on you. And if the public or the presses find out what we are doing, you will have more to fear from me than what the program has encountered.
1: (laughs) All right.
3: I understand your name is Damien? I am. What do you do?
1: Well, people know me as the O-Man because I bring it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm skilled, I'm more of a hands-on guy, I'm not into any of that paperwork stuff, you know, I, you can see, I keep up my, my physique, I, uh, I'm very well trained, I I was top of my class at the fire academy, and, uh, you know, I'm great at spotting people under fallen roofs, and I, I can hear baby just whimpering from 200 miles away so I'm I'm very good at spotting things and uh pay attention to a lot of detail so I'm very good at that
3: just use that baby hearing ears of yours more than than the trigger f- happy finger
1: yeah man you know I'm not <laughs> big into guns I'll use it if I have to but you know I I I can handle myself in physical combat but I'm more about saving the innocent you
3: know what I'm saying thanks nice and yourself neil well
2: uh you know if you need to get into a system an electronic system you can uh, you can chat with me about that uh, i probably won't be shooting anybody so if there's a legal issue on my side it's maybe because i forgot to delete a file or something but that's pretty unusual i don't think you'll have to worry about me messing anything up if you need me to get into a camera system or into some records or you know whatever pays the best if you got something on the side you know we can chat later if you want
3: <laughs> alright so Damien it sounds like yeah the the hit strong arrowhead of the team and and Neil sounds like you turn out the lights
2: pretty much <laughs>
0: and uh, <laughs> it sounds like agent Sheldon deals with all the bureaucratic
3: stuff yeah I, I think agent uh, Sheldon he's, he's not he rather keeps his real name uh hidden, he just uh introduces himself as Sully or you can use like a a pseudoname that he just says Ryan Ryan Fields, but Yep. But, uh, That's very
0: common in Delta Green a lot of agents don't give their real names because, you know, a lot of times they could get into legal problems and stuff.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. I know what you're trying to do. You're you're like the X Files, right? Sully.
3: Oh god. Sully and really? Yeah. I, I realized that after I chose the name. <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's appropriate sh- though. I meant meant, meant for a short of Sullivan, but man, Scully no, is a Scully's Scully Scully. the hot one, right? <laughs> but so I just think of that. Um Very quick question on the Garretson Mansion. How what's the kilometer radius of these disappearances? Ah,
0: okay. So based on the case files, it's all within a five mile
3: radius. Or five five block five sorry, five block radius. So they're all in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Oh well first ones in First ones in Wait, wasn't one of them in Manhattan? I thought one of them was
1: in Manhattan somewhere. Uh,
3: No no. Brooklyn.
0: Boron Hill. Um while you look that up, it's so Agent Ryan, Agent Rodriguez, are either of you proficient in specifically astronomy? No?
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, And I I guess the last last question I had for the handler is he gave instructions that um, if there are um, things unnatural in nature, he's given the task for us to stop it
0: yeah that's generally a Delta green standing order anyways so there are always standing orders in Delta Green um, that are that are kind of always like that's always part of your operation and two of the most important are save as many lives as possible and stop any unnatural incursion at all costs including the cost of your own life or your own freedom
3: at all costs so there's mm-hmm. there's no calling for additional backup. Or sometimes you can,
0: but it's very rare when they'll send additional very backup. Rare. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. At all cost. So I guess Sully will also give a once over say We are the ready in line. And Damien, if we really do need you to pull out those guns, um,
1: Yep, I can do it.
3: It's to stop stop whatever's out there from getting the people we care about. Yep. You
0: know, so uh, you guys have uh, it's the middle of the night, so you have the case files. Uh, you know that there is a suspicion, at least of this mansion having some kind of ties to the unnatural, possibly. Uh, you can continue investigating in the middle of the night or you can, you know, go to a hotel room and then continue your investigations in the morning.
1: I don't know that we're gonna find anything much at in the middle of the night. We can't interview anybody. We we probably won't really be able to see much.
3: And, um, and that's that's when Sully's sort of taken aback and like, oh okay. Then he just grabs all of them and uh, you go. Got you guys go to sleep. I'll look through all these. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know. Uh, If there's uh, some activity going on, we may be able to pick it up if we put some sort of uh, sensor or something that uh, wasn't there in the past. Maybe whatever it was that got him is still lingering. Um,
3: Well, he wants... uh, I'll tell you, um, Sully wants to look more into this um, Garrison mansion, not just in the case files, but if there's any... um, Maybe like the sales records, who owns it. He's noted the three different abnormalities. Oh, so from these three disappearances, there is a strange occurrence with each one. And uh, chi- chime in if you think that it's otherwise than you've seen. But the first one, there's raccoon footprints and excre- excrement. Yes. And they're locking out out the door. So, raccoons don't usually lock doors. um, Nor do they run around with footprints. The second one is the child is laughing behind the um, unmanned tent. So, it's strange that the child be laughing before its disappearance. And with the third one, there's heavy metal scrapes at a sunken standpipe. Which is pretty heavy, I believe, 75 pounds. Besides the lack of body, do you guys see any other thing that we should be aware of?
2: I think that uh, the fact that we have sewer leads um, and, you know, raccoon activity, it's possible that there's something going on underground here. And if kids are just going to go missing instantly, it seems like they, they can't just disappear. So... Uh, They had to have gone somewhere physically and I think that it's pretty likely they went uh, underground.
3: I like your thinking, Neil. Maybe get some hold of um, underground sewer schematics of the place. See if there's anything that can lead directly. Uh, If you can draw any itinerary from these locations to the Eskerritsen Mansion.
2: Yeah, I think maybe I should uh, be able to get into the county records and uh see what the building plans look like for those sewers
0: what's your computer science score at
2: um i imagine it's ridiculous 80 yeah it's 80.
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah so you're easily able to to get into the public records or the not even public records but the uh the government records uh for you know all the infrastructure in the area uh and there there is a there is a, a network of sewers uh, below the mansion, although it's very old. The mansion was constructed in 1843. Uh, the address, um, the, the mansion seems to be a federal style mansion. Uh, the, act, the exact address is 124 Buckingham Road in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, and as you're looking through the records, you actually discover some more information regarding this, this mansion. You notice that there is currently some construction happening at the mansion. It looks like there is a project, and it's been registered with the city and with the county. And um, it's now called the S. Gerritsen Mansion Condo Project. The mansion used to be called the Dam House. And it's been through many changes since its original construction back in 1843. It had a renovation in the 20s. Uh, and before that it was a farm so the suedem garretson mansion has now been shortened in name to s. garretson and there's no indication as to why the name suedem was removed from from the project or from anything to do with the mansion but it just seems to have been stricken from the records after 1925 uh, um. after
3: 19
0: but nothing about the sewers seems out of place to you, but you do have a schematic at least of the network of sewers. Now, some of them seem rather small for a, an adult human male to go through. Do we have entry points? There are a few entry points, some around the actual mansion and some, you know, at least that are nearby that you've noticed that might be relevant. Uh, but there are entry points uh, throughout the that several blocks area.
2: How close are we to the mansion? You're a few blocks away. Is there any way we can bug the entrances? Yeah, you can. You,
0: you'll need a little bit more equipment, so you may need to wait till the morning to gather the equipment. Uh, but you do have uh, skills enough uh, regarding microelectronics and such, and surveillance equipment uh, skills that you can actually set up your own surveillance equipment should you need to. But you wouldn't be able to do it in the middle of the night.
2: Even with the gear that I have on me.
0: Yeah, the the gear that uh, I started you with is good for like short and quick types of things, but to set up an actual surveillance system that'll just hold there throughout the night, you'll probably need a little bit more than what you brought with you. I
2: don't know, man. Adhesive putty and uh, burner phone seems pretty good for me.
0: <laughs> Even the burner phone's going to die on you pretty maybe, quickly. Maybe,
3: maybe, maybe we need it. Maybe we need a reconnaissance van. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can you can try <sighs> leaving the
0: party in the oh, burner phone. I mean, there's. Yeah. yeah. You you may catch a few hours worth
3: of of footage with it. Actually, that's a a thought. I mean, these kids have been disappeared for a while. What's to say that we have to immediately storm in? Maybe we. That's
1: what I said. Uh, we wait till the, the morning. Place, huh? Why are we going to put ourselves in danger in the middle of the night? Well, we don't know well, anything. Maybe we,
3: we can do some reconnaissance du- um, during the night. Yeah. Like, um, is there a place? Maybe is there the hotel opposite <laughs> that we can stay for the night. There is no while hotel opposite. They're on.
0: mostly condo units uh, all around, uh, apartment buildings and such. Uh, there, there's no place for you to kind of you know hang out at as as far as for hours on end. But I mean. Whatever you guys want to do, I think that's probably a pretty decent idea, at least to start. You know, um, y-
3: we asked that—that's what we we'll asked Agent Damien to do. You can drive and <laughs> drive and park outside for the night while we're perusing and getting information. <laughs> no bits, Steve, for you. Yeah. Um, what, what, uh,
2: what are the chances I can uh, cross-reference the name uh, before we call it a night? um for older records
0: uh which name Sweden? yep yeah with your skill you definitely can can pull up some records uh, any particular databases you want to hit up or do you want to just do a general kind of
2: yeah i want to check the uh building permits um from the past and uh also um, probate records for like so death records and I think also um, maybe a local uh, law enforcement agency to check on criminal records against the name.
0: Ooh, okay. So you actually come up with those particular searches with quite a few hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the mansion initially uh, was, was built uh, after the property was purchased from... Uh, the original owners it got turned from a farmland into a mansion by the suedam family specifically robert Suidam. he apparently came came from europe uh but he traveled from brooklyn to europe throughout his time in in new york he was under investigation for some involvement in possible cult-like activity he claimed was some kind of catholic church called the...
3: And th- this would be um, throughout the night, correct, Nick? Uh, yeah, he's he's okay, basically so hacking into
0: all these Okay, so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't
3: know this on, until the morning.
0: Right. Uh, so the church was called the Visitation of the Blessed Woman. It was stationed in Red Hook. And uh, apparently there was some major tragedy that occurred in Red Hook. But a lot of it seems to be missing from the records. It seems strange that a lot of the records are just completely missing regarding what happened. Um, all you could find are a couple of uh, newspapers, newspaper articles regarding some kind of massacre that occurred in 1925 and uh, the death of Suedem and his wife, Gerritsen was her last name. Uh, they were on a yacht and they were brutally murdered, but there, that's really all that you can gather from... From any public records or even privately stored files, a lot of it seems to have been somehow lost or missing. Was
2: it there yet? Yes. Okay.
3: Uh, I, th- I think as we're going about our night, uh, our night investigation, uh, can we make a um, a plan when in the morning we're going to meet up and head out to the mansion, so maybe we have breakfast at this or a secure location at like 6, 6 7 a.m. and then we head to the mansion together. Does it sound good?
2: Yeah, Sounds I think good. that's
3: fine. And we'll, um, we can also um, share the information that we found throughout the night. So I, I'm going to leave it to Agent Damien if he wanted to scout the place at <laughs> at um. His own physical uh, compromise. <laughs> but, um, I will go with yeah, you. So if just you go, so that can we I can. Say that? I
2: don't know if I can say that.
3: I, I'm not. I'm going to do some background. And it's only going to just be a f- little bit more background research. But as long as we can share our information in the morning before we hit there. Okay. So sorry. I carry should, on. Hey,
1: you know what? What we can do in the middle of the night? The police department's open, right?
0: Mm. I
3: don't
1: know if their records is open or not. I like that. But we can see the police reports for all these disappearances might have more information than, than these um. These case files.
3: Yeah, maybe you can try that. Um, for me, I'm going to look look at. I know the handler said that there's no information on Operation Blister Number One, but I'm going to try anyway. Um, to try and dive into Delta Green's, uh, the program's books if possible is there any chance of finding out what it previously was?
0: Unfortunately no because you wouldn't even know where to begin to look uh, because Delta Green is even though it's part of the government conspiracy, it's not official and therefore there are no places where you know where to look for any records involving Delta Green as far as anyone knows including the CIA Delta Green doesn't even exist so you you really wouldn't know where to where to start looking you don't you don't know who works with Delta Green because they're all other they're government employees for other departments so unfortunately nice. that would lead to a dead end
3: sure um Agent Sully would have tried though and wasted about one to two hours and like frustrated <laughs> so um but he's he, he will though um on without knowledge of what's uh, Agent Neil uh, dug up, he's going to look at what any possible occult activity in that area specifically, if there was any pointed um, any existing uh, occult activity in that New York, Brooklyn area previously.
0: There's been... So you, you find, you know, just typical... Want to be cults? Nothing that really stands out as actual stuff that Delta Green would want to get involved with. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no cult activity that you could find that is actually anything that would actually catch your attention. Uh, and that you know, after let's say an hour of looking, it it seems to be either scrubbed from any kind of record whatsoever or just non-existent. Okay.
3: yeah That that's great. So. With with these two nails in the coffin, he's just gonna go sleep, having not found much more information. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when we get we get together in the morning, and he's like, "Right, yeah, this this is the only information we have in the case files." And as Neil is Neil, do you share all this information about Robert Sweden? Yeah, I
2: will go ahead and forward uh, the information uh, via text message as well as email. <laughs> and
3: Sully, Sully is like. What I thought I was a smart one here, <laughs> so and he he's gonna take down all these notes and like of course, there's, there's this just um, some, uh, especially anything relating to cults. Uh, what year was Robert Sweden? Was it in the nineteen twenty-five? Uh, that's when he died. Died. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's prior to that. Yeah, and the renovation uh, of the
0: mansion was in 1924
3: 1924 okay so uh, just on the trend that it was it was neil that um did all this research including the building permit so right now it's still under renovation
0: there's a new renovation happening yeah
2: is it a renovation on the personal real property or is it a renovation in the uh on the city's end it's a
0: renovation on the real property. So it from the records when you were searching for the
2: sewer... Yeah, the sewer schematics,
0: yeah. When you were looking for the sewer schematics, you found that there is a new renovation uh, that began in 2017 at the specifically the S. Gerritsen Mansion. A new company bought out the property, and they are renovating it and converting it into a condo project.
2: Am I, do I have any uh, actions left? at
0: the night? Well, it depends on whether you want to sleep at all.
2: Okay. I guess I I will get some sleep. I'll get some sleep. Yeah, I'll get some sleep. There
0: are repercussions if you if you get too tired.
3: Um at at least could you have found out um who currently owns the place, like the developer of the condo? I don't think that takes too yes. long to find.
0: Yeah, that's an that's an easy find cuz it's all public record. So, uh with the information that you've gathered, it looks like The property was briefly a halfway house for the mentally ill in the 70s, and then it was sold to Zinov Construction, LLC, in 2002 um, for the development of DeZale condominiums. And so then basically the condominiums um, were, were being restored under the shell of the mansion so the out, outside of the mansion was just being renovated but the interior was going to be completely redone into uh, specifically a condominium high-end condominium project uh, with several units and the uh, crew that's handling the renovation is called the Bloomfield Associates um
3: Bloomfield Blue what? Sorry? Bloomfield Bloomfield okay um so 2002, it was to Zenov Construction, and even and Bloom, even though Bloomfields are the one handling it, it hasn't been sold, in between that, right?
0: Between the yeah, so the if you want if you want to look up the full history, I can certainly tell you the full history. It was built by the Sridham family when Flatbush, Brooklyn, was a little more than farmland. The mansion was inherited by Gunther Gerritsen, and that, that's basically the father of uh, Suedem's wife, in 1926. And then it was sold by his son in 1945 to the Devont family, sold again in '51 to the Eder Education Company and used as a remedial school. It was then condemned and gifted to the city in '74, and that's where it was used as a halfway house for the mentally ill. I'm going to send you this information in the message so you can look it over if you, if you have any questions.
3: Yeah, I, I think it, um, Sully would like that. It. Let's just say like 6 in the morning-ish. This is... Um,
0: oh, it's up to... This is keeper. basically what he was doing while you were looking up all the criminal records, Nick. Yeah. And um, let's go to Gio. Gio, you were riding around or were you not going to do that anymore?
1: Um, yeah, I was, I'm gonna head to towards the police station.
0: Alright. The police station, it's uh, very lightly manned, because it's the middle of the night. The person at the front desk greets you. Yeah, may I help you? Do you have a crime to report?
1: Hi, no. Um, I'm actually from um, the local fire department here, uh, Firehouse 17, and, uh, there was a, a threat of a fire uh, recently in one of these apartment buildings, um, and I think it was a ruse. Um, but I want to see what information you have on on the residents. See if I can get more information. I'm, I'm the I'm the fire investigator.
0: The residents of of a building.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, from what I hear, there may have been some something a few months back. Uh, with, with one of these residents they called the police for something and you want to uh, see if
0: there's any I police there's reports, any filed reports filed in the building,
1: in the building? yeah and, and see the details in case that has to do with this uh, threat of fire threat of arson
0: okay um, yeah leave the address and information we'll get it to the uh, we'll get it to the records department when they open at nine o'clock
1: oh, oh oh okay I see so there's no way I can just swing around back there just real quick you know
0: no no I'm sorry. We don't have anyone working at Records that can let you back there.
1: I'm going to cross my arms and bulk up my my biceps a little bit. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That's a real shame. Are you sure there's no way?
0: <laughs> um, there's, there is there is a very, very low chance. In this case, I'll have you roll. So you can roll Persuasion or you can roll... Um so you'll need a, a 20 or below. Sorry. So you're, you're 20 yeah, or yeah. below, you get to the okay. minus 20 to year roll So 20 or below. And no, 72. And I'm sorry. You're going to have to come back in the morning. I get it. I get away. it. You don't know okay. what all the brush is all about. Right. All right, gonna well be. I'll be
1: back in the morning. Thank you so much. Awake right now. <laughs> I?
0: Just flexing your flexing your bureaucratic muscles its like, the rush <laughs> what is exactly the rush <laughs> alright well race. you know my
1: my character isn't too bright
0: so
2: <laughs> If uh, I would like to uh, tap any of the surrounding cameras and hook them up to my uh my uh feed and record them overnight Uh,
0: like uh surveillance cameras that are placed in the area uh there's only a couple of traffic cameras um that have been disabled by the city after the law changed uh so you can tap into those and turn them back on remotely if you'd wish but there's no surveillance cameras which is interesting because in your searches, you do find that there were records of some surveillance cameras that were set up um, between 2017 and 2019, specifically around the project and in the project. You don't know why those were set up and then eventually removed, but anyways, the cameras uh, in the intersections uh, in that same block you can you can tap into those if you like.
2: It's not. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that, and uh, we'll just keep those running on a constant feed.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. And is there any way I can uh, use some facial recognition technology to pick up anything uh, in case we just happen to find anything you can set that in up traffic? In the morning if you'd like. Okay, sure.
0: All right. So, so it's the morning time now, right? You guys really want to get a lot done overnight?
3: <laughs> Have I heard of Bloomfield Associates? Were they known for any any lawsuits or litigations? Uh, no, nothing, nothing specific. Uh, they seem to have a pretty clean record can I get hold of any sale plans any drawings of the plans of the house before of the condo project yeah of the condo what they are intending to
0: renovate or before that mhm um yeah so the the information that you're able to gather man you guys are really I'm gonna say that uh, you can do this in the morning at this point um yeah It's cause otherwise it's never gonna be tomorrow so uh, you basically, there are four floors and each floor has five units. Uh, the fourth floor, because they're penthouses, only has three units. So there are, there are, most of the units are between 750 to 1,000 square feet, although there are a couple of studio apartments as well that are 600 square feet. And of course, there are some larger ones like the penthouses that are definitely much bigger. So, that is the the kind of interior of it, but none of the units are currently rented out. Because it's under construction? It's still under construction. Are
3: each of the units about two bedrooms? Are they all one bedroom? Uh, Some
0: are studios, some are one bedroom, some are penthouse uh, suites, which are several rooms. Sure. But uh, there's a mix. There's a good mix between one and three bedrooms, let's say.
3: And any other facilities besides residential uh,
0: the penthouse guest suite and the two studio apartments on the, one on the second floor one on the third floor are the only the only things that are slightly different everything else are like one or two bedroom homes but there's a studio which is unit 25 on the second floor and unit 35 on the third floor and then there is a penthouse guest suite that's also the same size as the studio apartment on the fourth floor and that's unit 45
3: uh can you just repeat the studio uh rooms again 25 unit
0: 25 on the yeah they're all in the five in five yep so second floor is 25 third floor is
3: 35 fourth floor is 45 so okay those are all the the st- studios yep all right I think that's enough and I don't want Sully to be too com- um what do you call <laughs> too too competent <laughs> <laughs> you're only, you're only ex-competent
2: So it is morning yeah? yeah, it's
0: morning You guys, at this point uh, With as much as you did I'm going to say you got no more than four hours of sleep If you're getting up at eight If you want to get up earlier, then
3: <laughs> Okay <laughs> Hey, da- Damien, did you get
1: anything from the police? No, no, you know They they weren't very helpful But they did tell me that this morning They're going to have the police reports ready for
3: me. Uh, did you scope out the place or any of the other other locations the, of the missing children?
1: Well, you know, I was driving around town, but I, I just I thought it might just be too dark, so I didn't even really try. Cause like uh, you said, <laughs> well, you know, uh, I just figured I, I can't really see at night,
3: you know. All right. Well, so you better I, be. Sh- uh, you better be getting. What if we find off our back?
1: Yeah, I want to find these kids as much as you do, but to be honest, and and you should know this better than anybody, they say you know after 24 hours the chances that they're gonna turn
3: up alive. Or- yeah, I, I I I honestly don't think we'll find the children. I'm I'm more inclined to find what took the children. That's what's scary. But I mean, the place is under construction. I mean, it could very well be that we're looking at the wrong place um yeah yeah that could be
1: well, you know i I, 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 I want to yeah. see if uh if on the police report they got any witness testimonies or you know, maybe some neighbors who may have seen something and yeah.
3: uh Look, I it, don't know it's getting close to nine a.m maybe I'll wait here for Neil um yeah we we should have exchanged phone numbers here right, rather than just sit and wait around. yes, um, you're right, otherwise i would be. Maybe if we, leave, Look, if we if, leave our we phone number on, a, on the, a napkin here, we leave our phone number here on the table, on a napkin, You, you nah, think he'll I, find I it? I think I'll wait here. You go to the records office, and um, I'll call you, or you can call me when you're done. Then I think we should head to the mansion. Yeah, um, yeah, okay, that's a better
1: idea. All right.
3: Per, per orders, okay. All
1: right, I'm going to so, head out to the police station.
0: Okay, so you go to the police station. Uh, it's a different person at the front desk. Yeah, may I help you? Do you have a crime to report? Hey,
1: I left my information last night. You know, they told me they'd have some records ready for me. Uh, I'm from the police department. You know, I'm a fire investigator. Joseph uh, uh, Burner.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Hold on one second. We have these here for you. Um, You can go ahead and step into the the waiting room over here, and we'll bring him out to you.
1: Oh, and I'm, I'm in my, you know, firefighter regalia with my fire helmet and the face shield and everything.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, so it doesn't take more than like five minutes, and someone walks in and says, Hey, uh, you're the one that requested uh, police records uh, for the apartments at the garrison.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, you know, there was some uh, just a threat of an arson and. We're very curious because we think it may be related to, to some kind of a kidnapping, so...
0: Yeah, listen, first of all, y- you might have the wrong place, right? So, are you sure it's the Garrison Mansion?
1: Well, uh, the Garrison Mansion, and, uh, and and I have these other three names here. Um, I'm going to give them the information on the on those three missing kids' cases. You know, I think these are all these people all know each other, and they have some kind of plot to burn down the.
0: The kid, these children know each other.
1: No, these people, you know, these families. I think they all know each other, and they're plotting to burn down the Garrison Mansion. So, hmm. we're, well, we're, listen, we're investigating.
0: Listen, you must have the wrong place. Nobody lives there. The place is under construction, man. It's been since 2017. Now. If you don't have the wrong place, then I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here. Because looking through the records, it looks like they've, we've stopped responding to emergency services to the mansion. So they must have uh, gotten you involved somehow uh, without telling you exactly the, the little shenanigans that they've been running, all right? They've been setting off alarms, we send emergency crew, we send the police, they set off silent alarms, we get there, and nobody's there nothing's there we have basically marked them uh to refuse to send any emergency crew to the location unless the manager of the construction project is there to gro- to meet any emergency personnel so
1: yeah so, you know I, i'd heard rumors about that and and that's why we're investigating these uh these threats of arson um well they're not threats, threats.
0: They've been false alarms from the very beginning for the last two years there's been there were 12 okay when we stopped and they just keep ringing and we just ignore it now because it's all false alarms my friend so i think that uh, you should probably focus on more important investigations don't let them fool you into wasting your time on this one well
1: that's why i have these names i think these people may be we at the fire investigations department uh, uh firehouse 17 we um we're investigating this and and we will eventually press charges if we find these three families to be in cahoots so listen i think um,
0: um, i'll I'll take um, the information regarding the three families leave me your number i'll have the investigators that are that have been investigating these cases contact you once they uh review the files all right okay
1: listen mick what's your name
0: it just happens it just to happens be Mick, to actually.
1: Okay, great. See, I knew that because my my chief <laughs> told me that. So, listen, Mick we what we got to work together you know us first responders we got to stick together
0: hey I agree with you man I respect everything you guys do over there and I'm sure you respect everything that we do over here but because of that respect I think you should respect the process and allow the investigators to contact you the detective will call you today they just got to review the files and get in contact with you
1: you know what? I have an idea how you can really help me
0: Can you tell
1: me can you write here's a piece of paper here's my here's a pen uh, can you write down where you guys get your surveillance equipment and stuff? You know, for when you do stakeouts and whatnot.
0: Oh well, that's all government. To, the government assigns that to us. <laughs> like we're not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Does the fire department, fire department not get their funding from the, funding government, from the government these
1: government? days? Well, you know, we're on a tight budget. You know, ever since. Uh,
0: <laughs> so you're you know, contacting <laughs> private companies <laughs> without know, government contracts. Know, I don't think that that's even legal, well, man. Well,
1: because a lot of we found fa- what we found is that a lot of these companies, when they find <laughs> out it's the government, they they double the price. So we realize that hey, you know, if we go under the table
3: okay, with a private I see dealer, i pulling my
0: leg problem. now, man. All right, listen, the detective's gonna call you. It's nice to meet you, though. You're a funny guy. All
2: right,
1: all right Mick. All right, you take care. You call me if you find anything, all
0: right? Yeah, you take care of yourself, man, and keep defending the city. Keep, you know, keep fighting the good fight, man.
1: All right, we'll do, we'll do. All right. That's son, the guy.
2: Meanwhile,
3: Nick is still in his uh, bedrope, having bacon and eggs, just, ugh. So, uh,
0: so, uh, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, you're up, yep, and I'm yep. assuming you're gonna meet them at the restaurant.
2: Do I have any of their contact information?
0: Uh, no, you guys didn't really. You know, I mean, it,
2: he
3: already. said I know their not though, right? Information. So, you just agreed. That's okay.
2: I, I know their names, though.
3: Yeah, we just made a time and place to meet.
2: Okay, but I know, I know Sully's name, right? His actual name, or no? Uh, no. Uh, what about I did, I did
0: share with He would have introduced about... himself as Ryan.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, right, well, then I, w- I guess I will head over there. I was going to try to stay at home and just uh, you know find out what his info was and video call him, <laughs> but I guess
3: I'll just head over there. <laughs> um, this, the, the message is... This can, number I, message. I'm actually
2: going to... Can I go via uh, uh, courier instead of driving myself?
0: Yeah, you can call a car. That's a, Okay, a I'm going to call a car. Maneuver,
2: man. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to call a cab, um, and... While I'm in the cab, uh, or I guess, is there a, is there a particular cab driver?
0: Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Are you a local? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm local.
2: I heard there was a, a, a construction gig going on around here. You know anything about that, uh, that, that big ass condo place going up there?
0: Oh, there's always construction, man. It's, it's Brooklyn. You know, you get any the- rides up there? I, I've t- I've given some rides. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know uh, <laughs> a couple of the workers. Uh, you know, maybe have a few too many drinks the night before and don't want to drive. You know what
2: I mean? Oh yeah. It, are you talking? You must be talking about like uh, like like Johnson or or something like that. Yeah. Who do you know? Who do you know? Johnson. I know a couple <laughs> guys that work out there.
0: No, I I haven't given a ride to Tony Johnson, but uh, oh, okay. Uh, one thing I'll tell you for sure. Uh, <laughs> We've got, um, first of all, Arturo. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a bit of a drinker. Arturo? Yeah, yeah. He's. I've, gotten, I've given him a f- couple rides, and, well, even worse, Peter, just by looking at him, you can tell he's a drinker. You know what I mean?
2: Oh. Hey, yeah, well, he's got, like, a red face, a little, a little alcohol face going on? He's got the alcohol
0: face, yeah. You know the look. You know what uh, I'm talking about. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dang, man. So, you, uh, <laughs> how long you been a cab driver?
0: oh man I've been in this city yeah uh, 40 years or so and since okay. I moved here I've been a cab driver
2: well I was thinking uh, I was thinking about you know maybe seeing if they would be willing to sell me that place you know who's uh you know who's in charge over there you talk to those construction guys'll we'll sell you the whole mansion yeah yeah
0: or a condo in
2: that place yeah, no the whole, the whole the whole place
0: whoa you must be got some money my friend.
2: It's possible, but uh, you know, I gotta I gotta talk to the guy who owns the place, and I'm just trying to figure out who it is.
0: Well, uh, it's a it's a company, as far as I know. It's you know a development project. It's a construction company. Mm-hmm. It's not a particular guy.
2: Yeah, who who owns the construction company? I'm sure you got those guys, uh, those construction guys talking all kinds oh, yeah, of shit they, about him.
0: Everyone there loves him, man, Bloomfield. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Edward Edward Bloomfield, that guy's a legend here. Nice. several projects, just top notch renovation projects, construction projects. Everyone loves working for him. So while
2: while the cab driver is talking, I would like to uh, to see if I can get this guy's financials on my phone.
0: Yeah. um, So yes, because of your ridiculously high skill, you are able to quickly. Bloomfield, uh, he owns Bloomfield Associates construction firm. He's a contractor with a uh, plum gig on a condo project. Um, basically, this condo project seems like it was going to be a relatively easy, solid paycheck type job. Uh, but it, it from the looks of it, it seems like it's taking longer than it should have. Uh, but he's had several other projects, uh, very successful, 35 successful projects, actually. He doesn't have any criminal record, has a impeccable reputation and he's been running bloomfield associates since 95 so the company's been around uh like like the cab driver said he seems to be a legend in in brooklyn how to get started um there's not that much information on it uh but it seems like he he built his wealth up you know just typical american way started as in the middle class and just uh went to school graduated in uh, in finance and business and uh came to new york and just built his dream
2: any religious affiliations
0: you can't find any information about that from from your searches you know that he lives in long island and his house is like huge it's on the water so you know it's expensive
2: yeah let's uh go ahead and get that address and uh i suppose i'm probably arriving by now (laughs) So I'm sure uh, <laughs> I'm gonna walk in on my phone Nail, still. where have you been? <laughs> uh, hey man, you're on Hacker Time, okay? I've uh, been a little busy getting the Z's. <laughs> but I got some good information on the way, so uh, yeah, just get over it real quick, and I'm gonna go ahead and forward this stuff to you. What's your phone number? <laughs> um,
0: at this point, also, it looks like uh, Agent Scanner is, uh, is coming back into the restaurant
3: any luck with the records office no man uh i did
1: find out though that uh apparently there's been a lot of hoax calls you know prank calls uh people calling in uh for strange happenings at the mansion and uh you know the alarms going off and the police they, they don't even go there anymore they they have kind of blacklisted the place
2: really? wait wait so there are alarms there
1: apparently and and, and I try to get them to to give me you know the name of their dealer for for the surveillance equipment and the guy <laughs> he, he didn't want to budge on that oh but, I, you know I, I tried
2: actually uh, I think I could probably find that out real quick uh, let me go ahead and get into the financials of the police department
3: I, I tell you scan it this scan this yeah this, and, this you Neil, know,
2: he's a legend
1: <laughs> I need a gun too I, I need get me a gun <laughs> Get me a gun there, uh, Neil. Uh, you know. What's that? I, I'm not prone to use it, but, uh, but I'd like to have a gun.
2: You need a gun? A,
1: a, gun. a big one,
2: yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me find out who, who the, contractor the, uh, the contractor is for <laughs> the Brooklyn, PD. Brooklyn um, PD. You can try,
0: so, you can electronically, you know, hack and uh, send in a requisition for a shotgun or a rifle from the police department
2: uh yeah was, i think and, and- i would like to redirect the next uh drop shipment of arms to uh to the uh, construction site
0: <laughs> you don't think that'll raise some red flags
2: i'm gonna put in a false uh, swat report with uh with uh damien's uh alias that he gave the police department
3: if any red flags come up from this because of that, your head is going to be on the table. I don't...
2: It's not, it's not going to matter because as soon as they're done, I'm just going to go it's ahead okay. and delete you guys have the a request. Lawyer, so. <laughs> so
0: you go into the reports for the surveillance equipment, but the the police use surveillance equipment. You find the company that makes the surveillance equipment, but none of the surveillance equipment that's in the condo project it was police funded or placed by police. All of it was private so there's there's nothing for you to get in terms of that
2: information. perfect what's the security company
0: um, Johnson Security Company but you you've tried hacking into any surveillance and you remember you found records that there was surveillance set up there between 2017 and now but it was taken down
2: now, the reason I want to know is because I want compatible equipment and I want to go to the hardware store, grab that. And I'm going to tap into these surveillance uh, or the uh, security inside the uh, the complex so that I can find out what the false alarms, if there's any patterns or anything like that. So I'd like to tap into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you, it's Johnson Security Company. It's a local company, but they have a couple of branches in Brooklyn.
2: Cool. Well, yeah. Um, I'm going to head over to the electronics department and a hardware store, and I'm going to jimmy together a uh, wiretap to put into the alarm system so that I can start getting the false alarms myself.
3: All right. Okay, so if we are making um, plans for our next course of action, I think uh, Sully will look to scan and say, look, maybe while Neil's doing that, let's a visit to let's pay a visit to the mansion. See if there's anyone on site. If we can get hold of the foreman, and while I'm chatting there, if you can scout um, anything you notice that seems off. Unless you want to get get some um, uh, some weaponry, but I think if there's people on site, uh, any con- uh, contact we can have on the construction site it's best to meet with them rather than just going in guns blazing and there's it's and there's workers there on their nine to five job
2: can i uh can i um issue a uh store credit for whatever gun store they're going to visit
0: <laughs> you're really making use of your hacker skills i love it hell yeah usually when i when i have someone who plays an investigator or an agent with a lot of skills like that—they never take full advantage of it. You're right; they never do. Uh, so, yes, you can totally get a good card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, scary. I'm gonna—I'm gonna issue a—I'm
2: uh, i am gonna issue a five thousand dollars store credit uh, in Damien's name, since I don't know the lawyer's name.
0: <laughs> Damien, Damien's name is gonna be all over town, all over Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're going to have
0: surveillance video of like this guy in a fireman's outfit. I feel, overalls. Like, I feel, like, I'm
2: che- I feel like I'm cheating.
3: At this point, <laughs> if you need like a lawyer to get you out of jail for the stuff you do, don't call me. I have no idea how to get you out.
2: <laughs> That's <was> funny.
0: <clears throat> okay, so what's the game plan right now? Where are you guys headed? Individually or together?
3: I- I'm going to try and call the... If there's a contact construction manager to meet him on site but if not I'm, I'm intending to go to the place itself uh. yeah
0: so uh, there's there is a foreman um, so you can but uh, you do have credentials I didn't tell you guys this but along with your case files you did get uh, FBI credentials so you can just flash your badges if you want they're not super strong identities so you know they're if anyone goes and investigates you, they can fig- they can figure out that you're probably not FBI agents. But a quick flash might get you in without needing to make any appointments. Uh,
3: I can probably circumvent, but I, w- I want to know if uh, Agent Damien's coming with me, or oh, is he going to buy a gun?
1: <laughs> well, I need to. Anybody need guns? I'll go get them. We em. all need
3: guns. All right. You so, need guns. Uh,
1: I, what kind I'm of guns good. you want? I want. I need a heavy weapon because that's what I'm best with. So I'm, I'm going to have a rifle. I'll probably get a handgun just as a backup too. But I would... you give me a knife. A knife? Okay.
2: I'd like a uh, I'd like a taser oh,
1: and uh, okay.
2: bear call. mace. A vial of chloroform.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
2: Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding <laughs> no, I'm kidding on the chemical. Uh, but I will, t- I will. take the uh, the taser, the bear mace, and a Glock.
0: All right. When you're looking for the for the foreman, you find that Devin... Trent Mall is the foreman at the <laughs> so construction site right now. Agent We do find a FBI. list of the crew. So there's the names of the crew.
3: Devin Trent, did he say? Trent Mall, Mall. is the foreman. Yep. Uh, Devin has noticed this is badge. I have a few questions for you. Um, Wait, okay. uh, are really you calling on the
0: phone? Or are you? Exactly where are you guys going? So, Geo uh, Agent Scanner is going to the store. Okay, and then uh, Nick, where's uh, Agent Rodriguez going?
2: I'm go- uh, He'll be going to the uh, electronics uh, store, like a hobby shop.
0: As well, so both of you are going to the electronics well, store. Well, he's
2: going to the gun store, I imagine. I'm going to an electronics oh, to the gun store.
0: store yeah. Okay, and then uh, Agent Ryan, you're going to be going straight to the construction site.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm going to call to make an appointment, and if possible, go immediately. Which. Out of game is probably gonna kill me, but <laughs> being the only one going to the place and suspect, but you know, um, just to have a quick.
0: So it's about eleven o'clock in the morning, um, and yeah, the the foreman answers the phone. Hello,
3: Agent Sully, FBI. Is my may I speak to Mister Trent Mall? How
0: may I be of assistance to you, Agent Sully? Um,
3: I appreciate if you can keep this under wraps, but, um. We need to conduct a little investigation uh, regarding the, regarding Bloomfield Associates. Uh, I appreciate if you don't, um, besides your immediate uppers, if you don't uh, let anybody else know of this ongoing investigation. But
0: are you saying are you looking into the Mr. Bloomfield's business practices? Um, I can assure you, he's done nothing we, wrong. we
3: are. Associated, Um, we are engaged with him. I cannot release much more further information, but we can have. um, But rest assured that it's all in the best interest of his company. But we do need to come on site to check on a few things. So, okay. All right
0: then, come come on down and no appointment necessary. I'd be happy to help you with whatever questions you've got. Okay so I'll,
3: I'm about 20 minutes away. I'll see you there.
0: So you get to the you get to the site and you notice it's it's really nice and there are people coming and going it's the middle of the day it's like you know 11-ish and there're men and women uh, all with you know hard hats coming in and out carrying stuff all over the place and uh, you see the little trailer where presumably the foreman is going to be at.
3: Right so it so it looks like a clean site do I have a hot hat
0: well you would go into the trailer and speak yeah I'll, I'll the, go
3: directly to the trailer so, Mr. Trent
0: oh yes you must be the uh policeman. Agent Sully
3: and I just quickly flash flash the badge I'm not even going to say FBI I don't want to say it aloud Not. I don't want to we don't want to cause some um, alarm here
0: okay well, get with it then what is it that we can answer for you
3: we want to keep it wraps under wraps, so uh, for no cause of panic. Now, we've been hearing a lot of uh, emergency trips uh, going off from this site. Can you show us where do you have these uh, uh, emergency triggers located?
0: Are you talking about the uh, the alarms
3: that are getting set off? Yes.
0: Well, they're all over the... The building, and you know, we set those up. We set up cameras. We didn't really catch much. I appreciate um, it if you.
3: think it's if you can uh, be more straightforward and show them all to me. With cases like these, we cannot let anything slip through the cracks.
0: Right. Well, uh, here, let's go, and I'll show you exactly where they are. But uh, uh, so as he's taking you through the building, he's he just continues talking to you. Uh, it's uh, not quite sure what. Might be causing it, but uh, you know, some people have spotted the uh, the raccoon, so it's quite possibly the raccoon that's uh that's setting off the alarms and all.
3: Raccoons, what, uh, what raccoon problems do you have?
0: Well, a lot of us have seen it. it just you know, it's a very big raccoon running up the walls and whatnot. Uh,
3: how do you know they're big if none of you have seen it?
0: Well, we've seen we've seen the silhouette of it. It's always out at, when it's dark, so we don't a good look at it, but we've seen it. You no know, when you see an animal. Do you have background. any security
3: uh, guards stationed on site at night to see these uh, raccoons?
0: It's a construction project. We don't keep a guard, but I, I do f- believe that we should be getting one because my my tools keep getting stolen. Usually small metal tools, and I think that, uh, well quite leads to the presumption that maybe the raccoon's taking them they do like metal stuff
3: well i think if you have stuff stolen and you have uh emergencies being tripped off that you really should investigate a um invest in a guard um i think it's quite irresponsible frankly but look well listen
0: we're not here to be judged sir. we're we're doing our best and uh no one's here at night so there's no danger. If things are getting stolen, well, so be it. It's uh, quite annoying,
3: but uh, well, it's it's not stolen from me. Look. Look, maybe that's that's not the right foot. We want to go on. Um how long have you been working here? I'm just asking as a matter of courtesy. I've been here
0: since the beginning of the project. Everybody here has. There's only been two people who've quit. They didn't get replaced, but everyone here has been working since 2017 when the project started. If any, you know, if you'd like to know who I believe is a suspect... Oh, yes. ...quite possibly it's Lottie. Uh,
3: sorry, I didn't hit catch that lawman?
0: No, not lawman. Lottie. She Noddy. works here, you know. She's... I, I know she's smoking... <laughs> I know she's smoking meth again. She's loud, adventurous, and she's very simple, and she's tried to get with every man on the site for money for her meth. Well, I'm not dumb enough to try that shit.
3: No, I, I, you look like a reasonable man. I don't think you'd fall under that category. He's really ugly, by the way. <laughs> he, he's just pandering. To <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this Trent. I think we'll we'll be able to work with each other. Thanks for. We need this sort of information. Um, but everyone, there's no one here on site at 5 p.m. when you guys close. I understand, no,
0: no, it's Gomez who closes up the place, he's always the last one to uh, to uh, leave, uh, so he closes it up, and well, away we go. But there's definitely been disturbances. Um, I'll tell you though, something strange, duh. something strange is happening, that's without question, and I'm glad that they've taken it serious enough to send the FBI about it.
3: Uh, could you please elaborate?
0: Well. You know how I told you Gomez closes up the shop, right? Well, Gomez is into some weird shit, and so is his mom. I once picked Gomez up from his house, and I saw his mom stringing up some weird shit together on a vine in the back patio. It was like small animal bones and whatnot. She was weaving them into the vine and and all that. Gomez dismissed it, but uh, he says it's stuff his people do, but, well... I think it's uh, not right, and when I go to near Unit Thirty Five, something strange—it feels weird to me.
3: All right, can we go to Unit Thirty Five,
0: please? I would stay the hell out of that unit. Excuse me. Uh, f- I will take. I'll take you there, but I, I'd rather wait outside if that's all right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So let's cut off to Agent Scanner. You're Cutting going to the to, gun store. Yeah. Okay. We can just summarize it. So you, if you go to the, you're going to the gun store, you have a credit of five grand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing. There are background checks uh, and it takes 24 hours for you to get a gun.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going in dressed like the, uh, like the fire inspector and
2: uh can i text him while he's there yeah i'm am I'm gonna text him a uh a uh, code and he just needs to uh I'm, I'm gonna text him a code and say uh give them this code uh tell them to type it on their computer and it's gonna pop up a uh, a approved background check ah then i'll say oh i almost forgot you need this
0: <laughs> the guy says oh yeah okay my apologies and uh, he goes and gets the uh, the weapons that uh, that you need. What were you looking for?
1: Ah, there you go, man. All right, so I need a rifle, the kind that's going to help me in a tight spot. Um, I also need, like, a handgun for a backup weapon that I can just keep, like, on my back, on my belt. And, uh, and I need a Glock. Now that you say Glock, one of my uh, teammates needs a Glock. And I need a good knife. Like a good
0: wait a minute, are you up a weapon knife? for someone else? <laughs>
1: no, man, this is for the department. <laughs> I'm the authorized person for the department.
0: Let me look and oh yeah, I guess that this is a not normal protocol, but uh, yeah. Um, are you guys going to war or something? You guys find a it terrorist?
1: So? It's all top secret FBI stuff, man. Wait, all right, I'm man. Sorry, I, I wish I could curious, tell you. That's all.
0: That's all okay.
1: You know, people tell me I look like Channing Tatum. You do,
0: I was gonna say that uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you know, he was in that movie, the Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> kinda like that. You know, I'm kinda like that guy there. You know what I'm
0: saying? Oh, okay. Okay. So you guys are undercover at a high school. Okay. <laughs> Got it.
1: Yes, 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 something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I see. Yep. well, um yeah, yeah. I mean I was just asking, man. Uh have have with you yeah, so, okay
1: so then uh, a good hunting knife and um and uh you, you got any chloroform
2: <laughs>
1: no, i just I'm just playing with you man I'm just messing with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you scare me man Hey, good luck with your op- with your mission, your operation, whatever it is you guys are doing.
2: I'm gonna text him one more time. <laughs> okay. I need a I need a a, a sight, a red dot, and a uh, and a tactical flashlight.
1: All right. See, I have a professional grade
3: tactical flashlight. Being a firefighter and all. I think it's appropriate that that um, Nick has bugged. Each each of us, so he can hear into our conversation and texts <laughs> conveniently when we need it. I know, right? <clears throat>
0: all right, so you get all the equipment that you need. We'll just summarize it there. Um, Nick, what are you uh, what are you doing at the uh, store?
2: I also I want to uh, look into the financial records on the way back. So can can we be done at the store? Can I call a cab and try to meet him at the uh, mansion? Okay. So, um, while I'm in the cab, I'd like to run a check on the the Catholic church's financials and any of their, uh, members or any sort of recorded services that may, that they may have posted or made available to the public. The
0: first one was Arturo. Um, he has, he has a criminal record. He has an arrest in 2001 for drunken disorderly. He paid a fine, uh, but he doesn't have a, a registered driver's license. Uh that's the only that's the only kind of criminal record that you found on there. And then How about his employment have, history? Oh, employment history. Yeah. Uh he's uh he's pretty much worked in construction. He's he doesn't seem to have had uh any any jobs outside of that field. Uh and then we've got uh, Peter Peter was arrested for assault in 2002. He did 18 months community service thanks to uh, apparently he had some connections to the DA's office that got him off easy. Uh, mm. But uh, employment history, uh, <laughs> apparently um, he, worked, he worked in finance, but it looks like uh, he is not working in construction, presumably because of that arrest. But uh, who knows? And from what you've gathered, he is probably a pretty well-known drinker. So more than likely, that's what the cause of all of that was. Um, Nothing serious from either one of them. So I got a
2: friend in the NYPD. Uh, Can I call upon my bond to see if they know any more about either of them?
0: Yeah. Uh, So if if you're going to tap a bond, so here's how it works. You're going to roll a charisma. Your charisma times five. So you roll a hundred-sided die, and you want to get below that t- charisma times five, but you can add your bond score to that. To
2: um, you your know charisma know um, Can I can I forego doing that? Actually, I'd also I want to uh, look into the financial records on the way back. So can can we be done at the store? Can I call a cab and try to meet him at the uh, mansion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, while I'm in the cab, I'd like to run a check on the the Catholic Church's financials, and any of their uh, members or any sort of recorded services that may that they may have posted or made available to the public.
0: You just find some references from way back in the '20s, but it looks like that church no longer exists.
2: Okay, do we know? Do we have a list of their members?
0: No, there's a lot of the record seems seem to have been scrubbed, like where there should be public records, there's nothing to be found.
2: Okay. Uh, try to intimidate via text message, uh, the Arturo character, actually no, the other guy, the other guy who's got a friend in the DA.
0: So it'll take probably a little bit more time to find his phone number.
2: That's fine. Yeah, let's snag up his phone number, and then I want to text him specifically, I want to say, uh, hey, hey, I know about that case.
0: Okay. cut to noon um we are now back with agent sheldon agent ryan uh so you are outside of unit 35 and (laughs) your guide is telling you that uh he doesn't want to go in there he basically wants if you want to go in there he will he will gladly allow you to go inside but he does not want to go inside. Uh every, all the work that he had to do there has been done. Um and then he points you to a a black slab of what is apparently wood and he says, uh found that found that in there too if you want to take a look right, at that. Right. So
3: walking up there is everything seems normal so far
0: while you're walking up there yeah there's several there's several proximity sensors i mean it's still a construction site so there's a lot of dust and dirt and you know things like that but uh, nothing seems to be okay. out of the ordinary. and so
3: there's a black slab of wood um outside the room outside the unit inside it's inside unit 35.
0: unit 35 it's kind of facing okay. the entrance
3: and the door is already uh installed right yeah so the door's been I'm, installed i'm sort of looking at like oh looking at him, you know, try, uh, trying to, to think, Devon, it's okay, there's nothing in here. But because of my Delta Green experience, I'm slowly crapping my pants. And, and so <laughs> I just... yeah. I think Sully, Sully knows a bit of nature. He's not so much the field guy, and he's starting to regret his decision. But he's, he's still going to put up a cool front. So he opens the door and just walks in like there's nothing inside.
0: mysteries lie in unit 35 find out next time in the gripping conclusion of delta green from the dust on the great old ones gaming podcast